0: Welcome to the podcast. This is your host Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be interviewing Sarah Hornick from Hudson Wealth Management. Sarah, thanks so much for joining us.
1: Hey, yeah, I'm glad to be here.
0: All right, well, let's dive in. Let's go back in time. How did you get started in the financial services industry?
1: Oh my, okay. Well, uh, I taught high school for about 15 years, and uh, the latter part of my career, I was in Virginia Beach in Virginia. And my stepfather developed Lewy body dementia, which is kind of a cross between Parkinson's and
0: Alzheimer's. Oh my God.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was, it's not fun.
0: (laughs) Doesn't sound like it. Both of those aren't fun. I can't imagine them together.
1: Exactly. So being an only child at the time, I uh, came back to help my mom take care of my stepdad, but I have a master's from U of M and I had about 15 years of teaching experience. And if you remember 2008 and 2009,
0: very well,
1: yep. People were moving out of Michigan. They weren't moving in Yes, and I was pretty burned out teaching to be honest with you. So I put my resume out there and actually got a call from a recruiter at Baker's life uh, in casualty. And uh, decided to take And at that time, they were very focused on long-term care. So it was kind of coordinating with what was happening in my life and found it to be of interest. And so I, I gave it a go and I had a look back and it's much better than teaching Shakespeare to 16-year-old
0: Especially when most 16-year-olds don't necessarily want to learn Shakespeare.
1: That's right. If you give them a sword, though, if you pick yes. a friend- you know the the Julius Caesars and those kind of things. If they have a sword; they're okay.
0: I would imagine that changes the dynamic <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> All right, so talk a little bit about uh, the type of clients you're serving now.
1: Sure. So we focus primarily on folks who are approaching and in retirement, so 55 and older. And um, I specifically specialize in teachers because I was one. So uh, helping folks who have been in the teaching career navigate through, uh, and a lot of folks who are leaving the profession now just because of COVID and, and what has happened, the, you know, the profession has changed so much in recent recent years that a lot of folks are leaving. So just helping with those transitions, um, and then general folks in retirement, uh, talk a lot about Social Security maximization and planning, uh, talk a lot about Medicare and then also making sure that you're not running out of money and being able to have fun. Right. I mean, it's the golden years. They're supposed to be golden. You're supposed to be having fun. So
0: they're supposed to be. Yes.
1: <laughs> right. So if I can make uh, that happen, then I'm doing
0: my job. Absolutely. So in regards to the teachers, obviously, that's a specific niche that all of our financial advisors can relate to in terms of target marketing. How do you get the word out? How do you get in front of those teachers? How do you how do you work that niche?
1: Right. So uh, with building any niche, there is definitely a long term play aspect of it. And I really honed in and started to focus on that niche. Uh, or that niche a few couple of years before COVID. But during COVID, I had the opportunity to spend a lot of time building that niche. So a lot of it is through LinkedIn. Uh, I have, I think they stopped counting at a thousand. So I don't know how many teachers are are following me on LinkedIn now. Um, We do have a Facebook page. And then I write emails. I have an email campaign where a lot of teachers join as well as uh, the regular financial clients and uh, do a lot of blog writing. And so those are things that are are on our website. So, um, and then of course, it's word of mouth. So if you do a good job for, for somebody, then they like to pass your name on, which is well appreciated.
0: Absolutely. What are you finding some of the biggest challenges those teachers are having that you're helping them solve are?
1: So in Michigan specifically, the retirement system for the teaching profession is quite convoluted and it's quite complicated. And so there has to be a certain number of components that come together so that when folks retire, their health care is in place, their pension is in place, and then also coordinating that with uh, Social Security as well as uh, any other retirement accounts that they have. So it's really about timing and making sure that they're making the wisest financial decisions, Um, because anybody can can retire, but you want to make sure you're maximizing everything. And that's where I find that a lot of folks just need some guidance with them.
0: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. How are you differentiating yourself from, you know, all the other advisors knocking on their door?
1: Well, I was a teacher for 15 years, so I think that it's different... Yeah, right. And I do believe that I am also still a teacher at heart. So I'm not necessarily teaching Shakespeare anymore, but um, I am teaching about asset designation and and providing guaranteed income streams and Medicare and all of those things. So I think I can relate to them a bit better than someone who has never been in the profession.
0: Absolutely. That makes a lot of sense. What do you like best about what you're doing?
1: I love what I do. I do. I love it. I love coming to work every day. Um, Hudson wealth management is the best place that I've ever worked in my life. Thank goodness. Cause I I'm ready to stay here until I myself get to retire. So I love the people I work with. I love the community. It's Northern Michigan. It's beautiful. I'll show you the, the view outside the office here when we're done, but And I I just love helping people and people saying to me when we're done, man, thank you so much for showing us what we can actually do in retirement. And it's not so scary and it's not so the territory becomes known as opposed to unknown. And I just love that. I love it.
0: The fact that you're getting a lot of business through referrals and word of mouth obviously speaks volumes to the quality of your work and how you're taking care of your clients. Are you using any other strategies to generate more word of mouth or more traction in the teacher space?
1: Hmm. Good question. Uh, I think. Well, probably what happens because you know teachers are affiliated with other teachers on a high level, right? So when you're in a school district, depending on how big or small that district is, you see those people day in and day out, and I think being able to really focus in on a a specific school, right? So if you're the go-to gal for that school, then it just kind of automatically flows into that pipeline. When folks are ready to retire, it's like, oh, got to go see Sarah.
0: (laughs) Well, that is an awesome position to be in. Not everybody can necessarily replicate that. Um, on a marketing perspective, what would you say, is there anything that is working best for you to bring in more business in today's environment?
1: Uh, one of the other ways that, the way in which this, this specific organization works or this specific firm works is that we are a comprehensive planning agency. So that means that Medicare is a big component of what we do. And we have health and life agents uh, that work primarily on the insurance side, and because those health agents have had clients that have been introduced to me, and and they themselves have seen what our agency can do to improve the retirement. You know, they would focus on the insurance side. We for I focus on the financial side. So having somebody be able to kind of introduce me in that way as the go-to Yale, just for, hey, I helped you with your Medicare. Look what we did there. I've got somebody who can help you on the financial side as well. And that's a big resource too.
0: Absolutely. So, I mean, you've been doing this for a while. You're obviously successful at what you do. What's your biggest challenge now? Mm
1: -hmm. It's my biggest challenge now? Actually, finding good people. One of the biggest challenges that we have is finding people to add to the agency, as you probably well know, and people who are listening to this know, being part of, um, you know, the generation that's coming up and through the baby boomers, right, started with Overflowing preschools, and then you know, overflowing colleges, and the overflowing workplace, and and now we're getting to the point where there's you know, ten thousand people turning sixty five every day, uh, at least for the next twenty years. So we haven't even begun to penetrate the market here. It's Traverse City, which is in northern Michigan, and it's a one of the premier retirement meccas in the world, specifically during the summertime. And then they become snowbirds and they go to Florida for the winter. So just finding good people that are willing to, uh, help and be a part of what we're doing here. But I think that that is a challenge that a lot of, uh, businesses in general have just finding people in the workforce, you know, um, that's one of the bigger challenges. And then, um, Yeah, you know, everything else really I don't see as a challenge. It's just an opportunity.
0: So, Well, that is absolutely awesome and a great way to look at it. Looking back now, if you were going to give advice to someone who was just starting out in the business like you were, what would you tell them?
1: So I think one of the main advantages that I have enjoyed uh, or that has helped me in this profession as being an independent agent or an independent advisor. So as opposed to some of the bigger box companies like Edward Jones or Raymond James, or um, not to say that they don't do a good job, or I'm not slinging mud by any stretch of the imagination, but as an independent, you just have a lot more um, tools in your belt. So um, just a lot of different ways in which to solve the problems and help uh, people achieve what they need and want in retirement. That's my personal opinion. But I would would say definitely start with an independent firm because um, it's not a cookie-cutter way of dealing with clients. You can really invest in the specifics of their situation and just find solutions that are tailored to them. Um, which is wonderful.
0: That is awesome. And for our folks who want to learn more about you and what you're doing, where is the best place for us to send them? You
1: can go to <laughs> retirementclarified.com, uh, retirement clarified.com and we have a ton of resources there um there are a couple of other niches at the agency one of which is healthcare professionals and the other is um, like contractors construction type of professions so a lot of individualized resources there Um, you can also look me up on linkedin lots of good good information there Um, as well as uh Hudson Wealth Management uh, on Facebook is another
0: great resource. Awesome. Well, we greatly appreciate your time. This has been Seth Green with Sarah Hornick from Hudson Wealth Management. Sarah, thanks so much again.
1: Thanks, Seth. I appreciate it.
0: Thanks, everybody, Bye. for watching and listening. We'll talk to you or see you next time.